You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. We're speaking about music. The book of Colossians tonight, if you'll turn there, and it's sort of one verse as a springboard. I am totally 110,000% against this modern day music that's entered in our church. Uh, we're not going to have a dance band around here. We're not going to get rid of the choir. We're not going to have frontline singers. We're not going to have worship team leaders. We're not having contemporary music. Now, you say, oh, you're dividing. Oh, no, 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 no. Every church can do what they want. That's their business. If a pastor feels led to have rock and roll, if he feels that that's glorified in God, that's his church. I don't answer for his church. I had a listener, he's probably watching tonight in a distant state, he, called, he emailed me and said, I need to have an appointment with you. Well, I always call back because sometimes they want to tell me that I don't like the music, that's rare. Uh, I, I met a preacher, I was preaching last night somewhere, and a preacher came from Arizona right to our area. And, and he drove 900 some miles. He goes, I, I'm a listener. I supported uh, a, a day of broadcasting. They might be traveling right now because his service tomorrow. And I appreciate him so much. He and I were born in the same hospital in Milwaukee. And, uh, but, but um, uh, you know, um, you can do what you want. So I called this young man back. And I said, uh, how can I help you? I thought it was maybe something about the broadcast. He goes, well, I, I want to ask your counsel on something. I said, I said, well, I don't give counsel unless you're a shepherd. I'm your shepherd. I'm not your shepherd. He says, well, my dad's my pastor, and my dad, who is my pastor, suggested I call you. I said, well, then I'll talk. I'll have a, and I had a good time talking to him and uh, was able to talk to him. But, but you know, um, I don't know what the next, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell your church, you folks that are listening, we have a lot of listeners on this music series. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not my business to tell you what to sing. You can sing what you want. And you're tuning in, so apparently you want to know what I want to say. And uh, we, we began, and I gave so many music examples, you could hear it, of Christian music. I just took them and played them for you. And explain music in the Bible a little bit, the first lesson, and uh, you are so receptive. Last week, we moved to the 1930s, 33 to be exact, to crooner music. I'll come back and explain that. We're in Colossians chapter number 2, and look what he says, verse number 8. Let's read this together. Ready? Begin. Beware lest any man... To spoil is what you did with the enemy when you captured their cities. You, you captured them. Beware lest any man spoil you. We're in Colossians on Sunday, so you know what's happening. These Eastern religions and gods and goddesses, they were infiltrating the church. And Paul says to them, beware lest any man capture you, spoil you through, what's the word? Philosophy, a sum of ideas. I believe this. And everything, it seems like, you'd have to admit this politically uh, and religiously, economic, everything's being redefined today. 
uh, that they, they're trying to tell us that the Constitution uh, is a living document, so it's ever changing. No, it's not changing. It's, it's a document that was written and it worked pretty well in this country. We can add to it with amendments. You can't take away from, anytime you take away from a founding principle of an organization, you always announce it's doom. And so we don't need to change the Constitution. Uh, they, they try to explain that, uh, this, that no law against the establishment of religion, that, that's not true. Government needs to invade the church. And there's a big push as of right now, since January 1st, huge push to control the church, even through legislation coming out of D.C. No, someone's going to have to go to jail because we're not going to have the government control this church, what we say here. And, and yet, everything, it seems like marriage is being redefined. Man and man, that's not a marriage. Woman and woman, that's not a marriage. Killing babies is not, is not, is, is not, uh, the, one of the principles in our first paragraph is life. Life and the pursuit of happiness. We are a country of life, not death, but we lead the world in killing babies. And, and so God says, beware lest any man spoil you, capture you through philosophy. Music is being redefined in our churches. Preaching is being redefined in our churches. Soul winning is being redefined. We don't go soul winning, do outreach. Sunday school is being redefined. We don't have Sunday school. We have connection groups. Everything being redefined. And, and, and yet, I want to come to you again tonight on this subject of music. Last week, we looked at crooner music. And most of us like it. Because it's a lot of Italian music where when the moon hits you, I like a bigger pizza pie. We like it. And it's Italian. You go to an Italian restaurant, it's fun. Uh, we may not sing it, and we may we turn the radio station, but we kind of like most of the time Elvis Presley's Oliver. Yeah, you got it, Blue. Say, you're heathen just as bad as I am. Blue Christmas, he was a crooner. Bing Crosby, you can go online, you can find this. He introduced in 1933, and I played it for you, how to croon. Crooners, by definition, say this, our music is soft. It's sensual. It's intimate. We try to draw you into our crowd, our, uh, into our life. It's, it's not only... Uh, soft and intimate and smooth. But, but crooner music is also um, very dreamy and you slide. Musically, you don't slide. So it came out really the 1940s and it was mostly all male singers, very few women. You know, uh, uh, you know Rudy Valley and Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby and, and Dean Martin and Andy Williams and Johnny Mathis and and uh, and Perry Como and that came called beautiful music. But music music doesn't slide onto a note. Why this is going to be? And we'll try to pull that part together. Time. Why this is so dangerous? That's leading to the next step. And the next step that we'll show you tonight is something that has now invaded the church. So in the 30, late 30s, all of the 40s, all of the 50s, 
was crooner music. It went into the mid-60s, but that sound has stayed with us. There's a Catholic church in New York City, Cardinal William O'Brien. When they came out and said, we're going to have crooner music, he took to, to the defense, he said, we are not allowing that in our churches. Not a Baptist, a cardinal. He said, we don't want that. The Music Teachers Association in New York City stood against, in the mid-30s and late 30s, late 30s and 40s, against crooner music. We don't want that for our kids. We don't want that. That is not music. Well, uh, let, let me just give you, and I'll get some, some other samples, but I want to leave crooners behind. But I want to give you a sample of how that is, even that style is still in our churches today. Uh, let me give you a, a sample on uh, a Christian song here. We'll let's play a few minutes of this Christmas, Christmas song, Christian song, and um, we'll get it up for you. It's going to come in just a second here. The singer will be smooth, it'll be dreamy. It'll be intimate, it'll be soft. It's a hot and hazy July morning Gathered by the river with the birds all humming And the smell of jasmine hanging on the breeze Preacher, he was preaching from a King James Bible When the church hall broke out King James! Church Watch Revival! I think, are you on Alabama mud? Right there, it's the wrong one. Can we get the crooner's music? Can we go back to Ransom? Can we do that one? I want to get that one back because they had a King James Bible at that revival. That's all right. And uh, I went down to the mud and got baptized. Here's the, the, the listen to this smooth. Pianists, don't play introductions. We need to know a dominant note. Where are you going? This is crooner music and this is a Christian song. Turn it up a little bit, please. Smooth, dreamy, when sensual. Men don't sing like that. Soft, sweet. It's Christian. Grace found me. Let's, let's turn that. You know, grace, good words. Sung sensual. A man should never sing where he's romantic. Oh, sing to your wife that way if you want. But in church, it should throw you out. Uh, men should not be whispered. That's why I'm on this campaign, elementary, high school, college, my class, my preacher boys class, the deacons, the staff. Uh, men don't talk. You ought to be able to turn the microphone off for a moment. Let me, can you just do that? I ought to be able, I, I was in this auditorium one time years ago and preaching and, and the sound blew up. And on that Sunday morning, I never acknowledged it. I just said, and the Bible says, can you hear me in the back row? Sure you can. We'll turn it back on, will you please? A man ought to speak like a man. Amen. A man ought to, and, and so, uh, 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 let me think of a song. Um, 
I've never, I love, love this song in our hymn book. I've never lost the wonder of it all. A man doesn't sing it this way. I have never lost the wonder of it all. I have never dreamy, no, 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 lost the wonder, breathy, no, of it all. Since the day that Jesus saved me. No, 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 no. Boys, don't. Can you imagine Coach playing basketball like that? Hey, let's get a technical once in a while. No, 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 no. no. Let's be aggressive underneath there. Uh, let's throw some elbows. Uh, I don't know about all that stuff. But our basketball teams, you don't play. We don't go down the court. No, 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 no. We don't sing like that in this church. I, I, I have never lost the wonder of it all. It's just saying, don't bring romantic voices to this pulpit. Don't bring soft, sweet little voices to this pulpit. Let me give you one more, and we're going to get to this next section. But another, uh, this is a crooner music. This is a, just on the radio. Uh, good Lord. And again, you don't know where it's going. back, I can see that as you met my needs every time. Ah. Every moment you were holding even the smallest details of my life and I can testify oh you now, let's let's stop that so crooner's music don't 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 introduce that style to us so we went from really the 20s and the 30s in America to the big bands and big orchestras and quite frankly, most of it was just beautiful music. Prior to that, we went to the great symphonies. They were just beautiful, if you understand them. And, but symphonies and then the orchestras and the big bands and, and harmony. Because that's how God says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody. And I'm going to, I'm no hurry to get through this series. So, uh, I, I, we're going to get to that verse. Har melody is harmony. Harmony needs to be part of the church. You take the harmony, you take the harmony out of the church. You take the heart out of the church. That's why this is known as the singing church. Amen. It's a very, very sad story. I'll tell you. But they sat in that second row. Pastor Brent Strope and his wife, graduates of ours, when their little boy, age five, brother Paul Skirty and his precious wife, their grandson passed away with cancer. And he had, was starting a new church over here outside of Fremont, and we were supporting it. He's doing a good job, but really they young, they were in a school, I think, and they had really no pianist and, and no good music. They said, the day of my son's funeral, the thing that helped me, and we had preachers here speaking, and all of them did such a good job. But we sang. And I listened down there and I heard the harmony of this church. And the harmony of this church ministered to my broken heart. When you take the harmony out of, you take the harmony, not just musical harmony, you take a harmony out of a marriage, you destroy your marriage. You take the harmony out of a company and you get disaccord. Uh, you, take, you take the heart out. 
When we take the harmony out of the church, our singing, you take that out and you'll ruin the church. So we went from the symphonies to the orchestras to the crooners. But in 1954, a, a disc jockey coined a term in the East Coast called rock and roll. It was a gutter term. It was, and I want to be very careful to be very chaste in this pulpit. Glad children are not here. It's what a man on the streets did to a woman who was a woman of the streets. He would rock her and then roll her over. Leave her there. That's where we get the term. The Comets were the first one, 1954, to come out. And uh, they began to uh, deal with this music, uh, Bill Holly, And uh, they, they began to uh, produce this. But the man that gave it traction was a Baptist. He grew up in Tennessee. He sang in church all the hymns. He knew, he knew all the hymns. He has, uh, now they would call them DVDs, or not what he called those, CDs, and that's gone, M3s, whatever. But, and before cassettes, he had all, he'd have records. And, and it's an amazing thing, records are the number one seller still. Overall, when we had cassettes and we had DVDs or, or CDs, and we, records, albums, uh, the vinyls, they call them, are still the number one. And we use a lot of vinyls here, and we've digitized them in our radio ministry. They're such a good quality. But nonetheless, he grew up in Sunday school and in church in Memphis. He sang the hymns. He's the one that made, shackled by a heavy burden, he touched me. Oh, beautiful, Elvis Presley. But Elvis Presley, Baptist, would take his music and he began to make it hybrid. He was the one, I come back, I'm coming back from Korea, I land in Hawaii in 1977, and everyone said, the king is dead! He was the king of rock and roll music. He added his gyrations and really filthy gyrations, but that's all part of the rock culture. He added jazz, and, 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 and Western blues and spirituals, and he made him become a melting pot with this new music called rock and roll. Really, rock and roll wasn't much around in the 60s, in the 50s. Uh, I'll maybe say a word about the beatnik movement was big then. Not the hippie movement, but the beatniks. And, and we'll maybe try to get that uh, tonight. But, but that rock music propelled us to soft rock, hard rock, acid rock, country rock, contemporary rock, jazz rock, and believe it or not, Christian rock. Uh, I, 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 let me give you what rock and roll is known for. And I want you to write it down. Number one, rock and roll always depends upon syncopation. S-Y-N-C-O-P-T-A-T-I-O-N, syncopation. Syncopation is where you take, let's say, 4-4 four, four time. T turn your songbooks to page 77. It's a good example of 4-4 four, four time. And, and 
every note is worth one beat. Uh, and what, here's how, this is not a syncopated song. Uh, watch, every note, it's a quarter note. Everyone's a quarter note, so it's one beat. And see at the beginning it says four, four times. So there needs to be four beats in every measure. At, you count with me. I'll sing the word. You say number one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. There we go. At the name of Jesus. How many beats there? Three. Zuz. It's a whole note, two beats, plus a dot. You start counting again. One. Every knee shall bow. The emphasis is always on the dominant note in music. One, three, five. Now there's no five there. One and three. Rock and roll puts the emphasis on two and four. So rock and roll you have, I'll do it this way. It emphasizes the second beat and the fourth beat. One, they're not equal. There's something that's driving it, which leads to their second thing. They say rock music has to know I have to be syncopated. It has to be pulsating. Write it down, please. There needs to be a pulse. By the way, that'll drive your nervous system crazy. So it's syncopated, it's pulsation. Rock and roll music is repetitive. They'll get a chord or they'll get a statement or a phrase and just drive it over and drive it over and drive it over. There's one, I, I, I don't know, I don't think, I, I, I know I don't have it tonight. I think it's 12 minutes of just going over and over and over about four different words in the, in the big rocks concerts. Uh, the next thing is, it's... Um, it's volume. Always has to be loud. Always has to be loud. Good music has dynamics to it. Uh, good music has, it can be quiet, but it can get, it can be slow, it can speed up. There's a dynamic to it. Symphonies had that. Messiah, the Handel's Messiah had that, had variations. But rock music is loud. Number five, or whatever number I'm on, it's always, its structure is missing. There's no structure musically to the chords. I mean, so it, it, the words don't have to fit inside. We're doing that in our churches now. The words don't have to fit inside of the beats. You can just add words. There's no structure. But our God, 1 Corinthians 14, is a God of order. He does all things decently and in order. There's an order to our God. Number next, its message is, I'll read it to you in a moment. Their message is always rebellion. Here is a, I'll show you the rock song, secular, just, just random, one we just chose. And then I'll show you the Christian rock, and there's no difference. Here, you have one up there, Brother Moyer, the secular uh, rock music, not Christian music, but uh, what do you have up there? You have something? Here we go. It's coming. It's coming. Just pulsating over, over, over. 
screaming, yelling. Now, let me go to one more secular, but by the way, you're gonna find the leading stations on the XM radio right now is that, but the Christian. Let's try one more secular. Always eerie, always frightening, no peace, rebellion. Don't give us introductions this long. Give us the dominant where we're at. Give us the introduction. Nuts. Keep it going. I want you to get the. Sorry to do it to you. We're not beginning of the song yet. I can't take this. Let's stop. I'm sorry. I should. And how they come in. And they add, yes, the jazz and the, the crooner style and the rock, the pulsating beat, and on and on. Let me, let me before I explain some things. Uh, I, that sounds proud. I, I don't mean that you're stupid and I'm smart. I, you're, you're smarter than me uh, in mo- almost every area. Trust me. L- let's go to Alabama Mud. Christian song. We don't know where we're going. It, it, music ought to have a clear beginning. Always clear. Direct. It was a hot and hazy July morning Gathered by the river with the birds all humming And the smell of jasmine hanging on the breeze Preacher, he was preaching from a King James Bible When the church hall broke out in revival Saints and sinners falling on their knees That was the day Let's stop. This is another Christian Rock song, hold on. It sounds like a good title. Let's see what it's like. The show. Church is not a show. Y'all can clap your hands, come on. This is church. Can we fast forward a little bit? I want you to get to the end of it. Stop it. By the way, that'll keep going for about another minute and a half, two minutes. I'm not, I, I don't want you to hear that, but I don't, I don't, you know how, and you know how you get to that type of music? You start to slide. 
Once you slide in any type of conviction or holiness or godliness, once you slide, there's no stopping it. I've been praying for some churches that have started to slide. And everything that used, they used to think was wrong. And we used to, Nazarenes, Baptists, Assembly of Gods, Presbyterians, they always used to think the movie house was wrong. Most all think it's okay now. But once the slide begins, we're having good churches slide toward the movie house, slide getting rid of church on Sunday night, slide getting rid of Sunday school, slide now thinking wine. Baptist churches, wine is, is acceptable. Wine's okay. This old time church is looked at as archaic. But a remnant always preserves. Uh, let me give you another Christian rock, as it's known. Um, need to know. Need to know. I'll just give you one or two more. And then. Try one more, and I, I wish I could take that all the way so you could hear that one. That's a good example. It's just repetitive, 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 repetitive. Well, rock music, they'll tell you that's what we are. We're just repeating, 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 repeating. Well, let me get this one. My God, there's one more. Pulsating beat. right there. And you know what a lot of our good churches are doing? They're taking from the contemporary movement songs from our hymn book and change, sometimes keeping the same music but, uh, the lyric, but, but changing the lyrics. Or they're changing the lyrics and or changing, uh, they're, they're, they're keeping the lyrics but changing the music. Uh, I've heard uh, I've, I've heard uh, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. And they changed the words to be up to date. You know, really turn your eyes upon Jesus worked pretty good for a long time. Yeah. Search me, cleanse me, search me, oh God. Lord, examine my heart, check my heart. Why do we have to change everything? Let me give you some things about how from Elvis the crooners to Elvis to the comets. And was it 63? I remember it was Sunday night because my pastor said they're, they're here, called the Beatles. And the Beatles came to America and they brought their music. Paul McCartney said this, and I want to read these quotes. We probably seem to be anti religious. 
We are, because none of us believe in God. But the music that they brought over really had still some harmony. You could hear it. You could hear the lyrics. But they were leading into something that was going to be damaging. And now we're bringing that same style into our churches. Let me stay with the Beatles for a moment. John Lennon said, Christianity is going to go in this country because we are more popular than Jesus Christ. I remember him saying it. In 1966, the Beatles dressed in butcher's clothing, they had raw meat in their hands, and decapitated dolls that they were holding. And they said, we are anti, and everything, you name it, they were anti all of it. They were all for abortion, they were for legalized drugs, they were for, you, you name it. They, they, their, their album, Sergeant, and you would know this if you lived in a Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The 1967, and this was really taking place a lot in the 60s. Most of the record albums would have Hearst, our cemeteries, our tombstones, dressed in black, chains. I see that in the Bible, Mark chapter 5. The guy was out of his mind. He was demon-possessed, chained to the... And the, the lonely, uh, uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, on the cover... It had the word big, spelled out with flowers, beetles. And it was all trimmed in marijuana leaves. We didn't have marijuana when I was in high school in the 60s. But people like this came in and infiltrated and said, we're for this. In uh, all four of the beetles took out a full page ad in London in the late, in 68, and the full page in the Times of London said, we were, asked, we're, we're demanding that, that Britain, London, legalize marijuana, and everyone ought to have access. Right after that, they not only embraced drugs, but mysticism. And mysticism indicated that they felt like they were deity. Deity means God. They've already said they're more important to God. They said this of marriage. We don't believe in marriage, but we think some of us might try it out. Well, why would we want to take that type of music and bring it in here when they're all anti-God? The second group to the Beatles, and you would know, it's the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. And Mick Jagger said this about our rock music. We're erotic we're destructive, and we're narcissistic. Then why would we want that here? If that's what rock music is. Uh, all of the, uh, the, the uh, Rolling Stones rested repeatedly for drugs. Keith Richards of the Stones said, our real followers are hippies. All of them think of us as questioning all the moralities of man. We question the Vietnam War. We question uh, how it's illegal to have an abortion. And we question why we do not believe in homosexuality. Well, because God created male and female was God's plan. Amen. Uh, the next group that came in, the 68 and 69, 
were the Doors, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix was born in 1942, but he died in 1970 with drugs and dope. And he, that night in, I think it was Frisco if I remember, he was so full of all the acid and everything in LSD, he began to regurgitate and he choked on his regurgitation. He said this about our rock music. We are all about drugs and drink and violence. The mothers of invention, and you might know those groups, you young people would not. The mothers of invention, uh, Frank Zappa, uh, he, uh, he too died. He died a little bit late. He, he was 53. Um, Jim Morrison, the lead singer of The Doors, he died at 25. Jimi Hendrix died at 25. Zappa said, our audience thinks some of our gestures on the platform, on the stage is obscene. They are because we believe that. I go back to, <coughs> pardon me, Jim Morrison, the lead singer of the, the Stones. He's 28 years of age and because of his drugs, he just jumped off a, a mountain over here and died off a cliff, killed himself. You, you name the rock stars, they don't live long. Uh, Marilyn Monroe did not live very long. Uh, the king, Elvis Presley, did not live very long. Uh, Sonny and Cher, Cher said this, I feel very seductive when I sing my rock music, and that's why I dress like I do, all suggestive. The Doors, they said, we think that the Doors was a rock group we think that hell is more uh, exciting than heaven. Isn't it amazing right now, all these multi, multi, multi billionaires have flown over to DeVos, DeVos and they're their meeting right now, and they've brought a witch in. You've seen the picture. They brought a witch in, multi, multi, not millionaires, billionaires, billionaires the people of the world that have all the money. And they've asked the witch to come in and give spells to all of them. We had the, whatever, I don't know what the, the, the music awards came last year. And it was all about red and flames and forks and the worship of devil. And I think it was NBC said, we're ready to worship. And they were going to worship the devil. By the way, why were... Christian groups there that write songs that we actually sing in our songbook. And why were there, why didn't they walk out with, you know, we're here to worship the devil? And friends, once this thing starts, there's no stopping it. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so, my, the animals came and Eric Burden came and he goes, I'm not, I'm not religion. I have no religion, but I have LSD. Peter Tork of the Monkeys, and the Monkeys is a big group in the 60s, 70s. He said, my my religion is Eastern Taoism. I don't want to do anything with Taoism. Jefferson Airplane, big group, he goes, uh, our, our group, here, here's what he said, preaching the rock and roll for us is the Sermon on the Mount. That's blasphemy. Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin was born down in Texas. She was part of the Scientist Church and 
Her parents went to church every week, and she was just sort of a goof, goofy girl. Everybody, they didn't like her in school. And uh, Janice Joplin graduated. She had a beautiful voice, and they picked her up. She's over here in Monterey, and she started singing, became the number one singer. And, and, and Janice Joplin was born in 43, but she died in 70. At the age of 37, heroin overdose. Joe South of the group said this, God is in everything around me because I believe in reincarnation. Well, then why do we have that music? Crawford of MC5, and most people now are knowing that group, you can blaspheme against God and you can blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, but you can still have eternal life. That's not what the Bible says. Grateful Dead. They stood in front of a church on their record album and everyone, I want to be very careful, made obscene gestures on the cover of their album in front of a church. But now that music is in the church. Because once the slide goes, Donovan of the Doors said this, rock and roll is the perfect, perfect religious vehicle Blank, 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 this generation because we have no religion. Once the slide starts, there's no stopping. You name whatever it is, want to get rid of some of the church, want to get rid of some of the services, want to get rid of the psalm book, you want to get rid of the old hymns of the faith, you want to, you want to get rid of conviction, you want to get rid of pre- The big thing now is uh, preaching is scoffed. Yet God has chosen the foolishness of preaching. But they scoff it because it's not, it's always been this fight. It's not scholarly. Scholar. You, uh, uh, modernism was introduced back in the 10s and 20s of 19. Modernism to liberalism to orthodoxy to new even orthodoxy uh, to, to um, evangelicalism to new evangelicalism to contemporary to now anything goes. And it's it's gotten worse with each one. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.